We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Chicago, we are delayed there for a bit because of technical difficulties, but we are ready to go. Welcome to the Chicago Sports Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download that app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Kevin Kata, head of content at CHGO, joined as always by my friend, Luke Stuckmike. Hello. St- Stuckmike. Stuckmike is Stuck here. Stuckmeyer. He's stuck to the microphone. Hey, again, I'll say there's a lot of ways you can screw up my name, and that one is okay. That was, that was one way to do it. Uh, Lawrence Benedetto is on hey, the got, producing table. Got my name right. Casey cool. Standahar will be by later with scroll stoppers. Uh, yeah, sorry for the delay at the beginning there. Um, I don't know what happened. Technology sucks. Gremlins. You rebounded well. You rebounded well. well. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Shane Newbank says, technical difficulties just like our owners and GMs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we tried to make a deal. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be talking about our penny-pinching owners in uh, Chicago baseball uh, coming up. First, I want to plug the Bulls takeover, which is coming up next Friday uh, Friday night, December 16th, the New York Knicks are in town. Ooh. And we are going to be getting together. Always. And we're going to be, I, I would say the Knicks are probably the closest thing the Bulls to have to a real rival. Is that right, Luke? Yeah. I mean, that rivalry is forever. Like when you have right. a rival rivalry that bitter, it's just like the Packers have dominated the Bears. Are they still rival? Yes, because. <laughs> It goes back decades. It's, yeah. it's not just the last 20 or 30 years that they've dominated the Bears. It's, it goes on forever. And when you have one like the Bulls in their heyday had with the Knicks, that's something that lasts forever. Well, and in, in this case, both teams have just been kind of wandering yeah. around for the last 25 years, not really knowing what to do. Um, but I think it's still pretty fun. And I would say that, like, the NBA, like, it's never really going to be fully back to where it was in the 90s. And maybe it will never really get there, but, like, they the the NBA needs that rivalry, the Bulls and Knicks. Yeah, to like be good. the the Bucks would be one for the Bulls. They're yeah. they're starting to turn into a, you know if the Bulls can get on their level, right? They have some guys we don't like a but, lot. But this is just an institutional one. Two two top cities going against each other. Yeah. We're gonna be out there on Friday night. Big Dave, uh, Matt Pack are gonna be leading the cheers in section three fourteen. Um, and if you go to our website and and click through the link. Um, it'll take you to our Eventbrite page, and you can join us. We're going to be join. We're going to be starting out at Crossroads uh, Tavern, which is right here on Madison, right across from us. We're going to be having drinks there that are going to be covered for you. We're going to get on a shuttle, 
we're going to go take over a section on Friday night. So it's going to be pretty fun. I'm pretty jazzed for it, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I will be out there. So wait, you're picking up the tab at Crossroads too? Well, it's part. It's part of your ticket, so wow, I can't. Okay, you know, all right, all now, right. Maybe if you're watching this show and you buy a ticket and you said, "Hey, I remember on the CHGO Sports podcast, they said I would buy you a beer at yeah. uh, on the 300 level." Now, this offer does not apply to Lawrence, uh, but it does apply to everyone <laughs> oh, else. Shit. Yeah. Well, there's so, only so much you can afford. What yeah, about so, stuck, Mike? So go check that <laughs> yeah. out. Um, all right, let's get into things. First, we're going to actually do our taking care of business segment. Powered by ComEd, and this week's award winner is our guy, Pat Hughes, the voice of Chicago Cubs baseball, who got the highest honor a broadcaster could possibly get in baseball when he was named the 2023 Ford C. Frick Award winner. And he will be honored in Cooperstown next summer. Luke, you and I did a uh, broad, like a broadcaster, Mount Rushmore, right, right. on yeah, this podcast that. earlier this year. And we said that like Pat Hughes, I think just missed it. But I mean, it's only by the barest of margins. And I think in any other city, he's one of the, you know, he'd be leading it. Right. Well, think about this. This is how lucky we've been with baseball announcers in this city. He's going to be the fourth Ford C. Frick Award winner. He's the fourth Chicago baseball announcer going into the Baseball Hall of Fame. So it's Harry Carey, Jack Brickhouse. Brickhouse and Hawk. Hawk Harrelson, wow. And Hawk, so he's the fourth one. Now, he should have been before Hawk, but that's another story. I'm not <laughs> going to get into that debate with our, our Southside fans. I'm just going to say 40 years, yeah, 6,000-plus games, and he is absolutely the voice of the Cubs. I, I love seeing the viral clips of him getting the call. And, it, yeah. you know, the thing that we, we've talked about this before, the thing about Pat that we love is he is the exact same person off the air that he is on it. And you've been <laughs> yeah. in the TV business, and you know that is not the case. No, it's like, not. We've worked with enough people where we know the people who turn it on. And Pat Hughes is 110% the guy that you hear on the air. Like, he is not too big to talk to anyone. And, I mean – Really, when you talk to him, you feel like actually you're like he kind of makes you feel like you're the star and you're the center of the story. He's not only super talented, he has this ability to be everybody's favorite grandfather, <laughs> right? Like this, the sweaters are part of the persona and he right. just embraces the sweaters. Uh, he just comes up with it, and I'm not comparing him necessarily to Vin Scully, but he has a way with words that he just seems to pick the right word at the right time. When he said, you know, I wish you could all be here with me and the Cubs are going to the world, like, it, it was perfect for the moment. And his home run call, this ball's yeah. got a chance, is nothing special, but it's become part of Cubs history, mm -hmm. right? Like, it, it's who he is. He's not trying too hard when he's there. His relationship with Ron Santo was unbelievable. And somehow, Ron Coomer has come in and been able, he's been able to, mesh well with with him too and it's like it's been yeah it's two great partners Pat Hughes is the key you know you you I, mentioned I like Vince Scully goes, and you were almost apologetic about it and I would actually say he's a pretty good spiritual like inheritor of, yeah. of what Vince Scully was I mean he does it all by himself Vince yeah. Scully was all by himself though that's the difference yeah I just think from the storytelling and yes, just very much it's so. just and I, I think Pat could do it by himself too if, if yeah if he had to I always just like when he says well, Ron, that's, that's my favorite thing. And he's been able to say that with two partners. And, fi and finally, they have 
decided to monetize his uniform descriptions for how long have they been going on where he's just like the blue pinstripes, the white stockings, <laughs> big calves. Like he, he would go on and on about describing. Finally, they put some money on that. Now mm -hmm. it's the way he announced the next thing they need to do is uh, names like Wilson Contreras. Like nobody Contreras, says Contreras, yeah. but he wants to say it the way it should be said. Right. Yeah. I will. Say, I, I do have a theory that Ron Coomer did get a leg up in that in that job competition just because his name was Ron, and I felt like okay, we could probably <laughs> just sneak sneak back, sneak one by some of the elderly listeners in, yeah. in Des Moines. Twitter and, handle could stay the same. Yeah. So, congratulations to Pat. Yes. That's gonna be really cool. I'm looking forward to that speech next August in Cooperstown. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Fred McGriff's gonna be out there. Former Cub, Fred McGriff, getting into the Hall of Fame. Good for the crime dog. The crime dog. All right, let's get into uh, yeah, what are we talking not about as fun today? manners. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. What are we talking but, about? But newsworthy. Yeah, the winter meetings Rant are wrapping worthy. up today. And so far, the neither the Cubs nor the White Sox have made a big splash. I don't think a lot was expected of the White Sox. A lot was expected of the Cubs. This morning, news broke that Xander Bogart signed an 11-year, $280 million deal with the large, huge, gigantic market – San Diego Padres. Wow. Bunch <laughs> of old people in California. Uh-huh. Um, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Listen, the, the Sox are their own issue. They're not spending it all as if they didn't learn their lesson last year, as if Pollock yeah. was enough to get them to the World Series last year. They've decided, well, we're just going to change managers, and magically these guys are all going to be great, and we're going to go win the World Series mm -hmm. because we've added Clevenger to the rotation in place of Cueto, who actually was great. So yeah, good luck with that. You're not trying to win the World Series on the south side. You're just stuffing your pockets with cash. It's a huge mistake. Mm -hmm. It's a huge mistake because if the Cubs ever decide to spend money the younger brother is going to get squashed again. Like, stop it. This is your window, White Sox. Yep. And and what I, I'll get to the Cubs in a second. I just, <laughs> the city of Chicago, can we, are, are we the city of tank now? It's just disgusting. It's not great. We're, everybody's tanking. It's all we're good at. And we're not even good at tanking anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, we used to be a city that poets wrote about, right? I mean, the, the Carl thing, Sandberg. Yeah. Carl Sandberg, let's city go. Of, city of the big shoulders. Toolmaker, stacker of wheat. So I, I, I want to give a us? shout out to Rick Morrissey of the Sun Times because part of the reason we're talking about this is because a column he wrote in this morning's paper uh, where he was just writing about how cheap the owners are. And he had a great line in there. And he said, Chicago is a major market, but it has two baseball teams that want you to think you're living in a dusty town where carnies go to retire, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like Rick, Rick still got it. He nailed it. He I nailed love, it. I love that. Yeah, I mean, San Diego is a one-team town. The Chicago joke. is the third, large, third largest major market in the city. Now, maybe Houston is creeping up on there. Um, if you go to Fangraphs right now and look at the projected payrolls for 2023, Lawrence, can you call oh. us up and see oh. where the Chicago oh, we, teams are? The Cubs are in the middle. They're, they're like 15. Look the at Mets that and Yankees are on top. God, that's beautiful. Mm, who'd made the, that? The, the LA teams are top five, right? And the Braves are in the middle. The Padres, with that with that deal, the Bogarts move up to number three at two hundred thirty five million. Wait, hold on, where are the Dodgers on this list? The, the Dodgers are what, like ten. Oh yeah, they're, they're, so the yeah, Dodgers have actually fallen off because Trey Turner's right. But wait, oh, right, right, they right, still right. have a shot to sign Correa. And again, I'll forgive the Cubs for all of this if Swanson 
or or Correa signs today yeah. or tomorrow or whatever. But if you only sign Cody Bellinger on a one-year deal, and then your other move is Jamison Tyon, you're not trying to win. You're, right. you're not trying to win. And don't tell me we put offers on the table like the White Sox did, saying we, we made an offer to Manny Machado when it was $60 million below everything else. You're going to have to overpay. They made the mistake of letting Judge go off the market, mm-hmm. and now guys like Bogarts, their prices went from here to here. It's it's silliness. If you I could have had Carlos that, Correa they... last year for a much cheaper price than you're, you're going to have to pay if you want him this ten, year. Could have had him for ten for three hundred, but it was too expensive then. Yeah. All those deals that they've thought, oh gosh, that's too much money. Machado back at the, at the point thought it was too much money. Bryce Harper too much money. Those look like steals now because that's the way the business is going. Yeah. It's a twelve billion dollar industry. By the way, let me get to this last line. I, I looked up Chicago, the toolmaker stacker. We oh, all think we of Carl Sandberg. The last line in the poem about Chicago is, here is a tall, bold slugger set vivid against the little soft cities. That sounds like My, Judge. how that line has changed in the last 10 years of our sports teams. Uh, real quick, uh, Shane said the city of big shoulders is now the, quote, city of cheap owners. Um, and then our guy Corey city threw a super chat our way. And he says, what can you say if the players you want just don't take your money. Trey Turner and Aaron Judge took less money to go to their respective teams. I guess. That, yeah. that hasn't happened to the Cubs yet. We haven't heard that yet. And if that's happening, guys, here's the problem. If Again, if you're the Cubs, yeah. you need to get Carlos Correa so that future free agents will come. You're not going to get free agents to come with the same deal as some other city based on Wrigley Field just because you're saying, did you see our farm systems now in the top <laughs> 12 in baseball? That's not going to draw them. These guys want to win and get yeah. big cash. You have to do what the Twins do did last year to get Correa. Offer them the best deal. And it might have to be more money than the other teams. It's mm-hmm. okay. It might have to be more years. You're going to have to give out a 10-year deal sooner or later. Because teams are doing it. The Padres are doing it, guys. The Padres. The Texas Rangers. The Texas Rangers. Do you know that the Philadelphia Phillies have five players making over $100 million deals? Five guys. They've spent more. And that's not counting Carl Schwarber. Not counting Schwarber. And when you take, when you start with Bryce Harper's deal, which is not too long ago, the Phillies have spent over a billion dollars on players. Yeah. Now, I think the Chicago owner's defense would be say, okay, look at everyone in front of us. How many of those teams have actually won World Series? I think it's the Astros and the Braves. Okay, that's fine. If you want to follow how the White Sox did things, and they, you know, they did do the rebuild theoretically how you're supposed to yep. do it right but you and adjust. the Braves have done it very similarly where they have a lot of young players locked into team-friendly deals mm-hmm. but the White Sox got to a point where it's like okay you do have that core but it's looking deficient and it's going to need something extra and yes. when that when it came to, to that part the part Jerry Reinsdorf's arms got very short and his pockets got really deep Alligator arms. I, I just don't understand. How are the Sox even in the top nine? What are they spending money on? What? The how have they spent $179? Yeah. I mean, you know, Grandal is... And Yasmani Grandal. So give them, cre- give, them credit, ever. give them credit for making those deals in the past, but they just haven't made the deals where they've they've needed to. They're just bad when deals. When push comes to shove, and and you've got a fan base, and look, the the Chicago White Sox fan base is pretty dyspeptic, right? They're very hard to please. Just what? Dyspeptic. Okay. Is that okay? Impressive. Has anyone ever used that on a show? Yeah, not on this network. Okay. No. no. Impressive. That, yeah. Did I use it correctly? I, I have know. no idea. I've never heard so. that word in my life. 
continue, Kevin. Anyhow. I mean, I think I have a dyspeptic tank in my basement. <laughs> dyspeptic. Yes. Not deceptic. Deceptive? Sure. Anyway, <laughs> spend some freaking money. Yes. Uh, real please. quick, we got in, speaking of spending money, another super chat came in. Thank you, Fernando. And oh, thank the you, Corey. Spending more money than our owners. I said it on Sunday. I knew the Cubs won't do it. That's what he says. Well, they still have a shot. They, there's still two of the four guys out there. And really, in my eyes, the biggest one is still out there. So if they get Correa, you take it all back. If they get Swanson, I'll take it back. But if they don't, come on, man. Like, what, what are you doing? The, you have to be able, the White Sox plan was great. It looked like they were executing the rebuild perfectly in the model that the Cubs yeah. built for them. However, when it doesn't work and you've had a sample size and the only playoff series wins you have in the last 100 years are 2005, then you need to adjust the plan. You need right. to go get your John Lester or you need to go get your Carlos Correa. You have to change your plan. And the same has to be said for the Cubs. All the prospects are not going to hit this time. Look at the White Sox. Mm -hmm. It's not going to work. So just because it worked with Chris Bryant and Javi Baez and Kyle Schwarber and everybody hit and you won the World Series with it, not multiple World Series, but you finally won the World Series with those guys. Don't forget, you still had to sign John Lester to get the John Lackeys to come to get all the other guys, Dexter Fowler. None of those guys were coming without Lester there first. You've got to have your linchpin to the group. And the Cubs don't have that guy. You can't say it's Nico Horner yet. No, you, you can't say that, guys. So you or Pete Crow Armstrong or no. Brennan Davis. The linchpin can't be a, a, a prospect coming up because yeah. you don't know what they're going to do when they get there. Yeah, and you 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 are running a ballpark uh, where you are charging people five hundred dollars to come through the door and, and go into your clubs. Like you're you're. I mean, but they lowered it, it three dollars a ticket this year. <laughs> I mean, if you're sitting upstairs, it's you know it can be seventy, eighty, ninety dollars, whatever. You you've got a you've got a television station where you're going to eventually want people to pay a per month charge whatever that may be like meal barrels of cash so the white Sox are operating in a hermit kingdom right now they are nothing but a hermit kingdom and the cubs if they do not make a big move this season and they say we're going to go in with cody bellinger and jamison talon being our big moves are running the risk of running a very well-heeled hermit kingdom so, yeah, and and now people. Uh, Charles Barkley wants the Bulls to tank too. So oh why gosh. not? We're all we're all Stop tanking. It. Don't say that. Let's save that for another show. Uh, next up, I don't know if you saw this, Luke. I sent this to you in, in our Slack. Uh, I probably there's it there's then. a website called the Thirty Third Team, and they've had some good stuff this this year, but they've also had just some kind of weird stuff. I think we've talked about um, Mike Martz kind of slandering, yeah, Justin Fields at the beginning of the year. This this week, I and mean, they had some real whoppers on the site, and I don't know what they've got about Justin Fields, if they are not feeling the good vibes on Justin Fields, if they're mad that they didn't see Fields. But I just wanted to talk about two articles. Uh, the first one, Matt Castle. Do you remember Matt Castle? Yeah. Patriots. Yeah. Um, uh, he, his byline here on this, I'm showing it on screen here, it says Pro Bowl quarterback. Sure you are, buddy. Yeah, Whatever. right. So is Mitch Trubisky. Thanks yeah. for playing. Um. Everybody's a he ranks Justin Fields seventeenth in last week's quarterback rankings, and okay, He's, it's a weekly ranking is how well they did. Justin Fields is already better than Matt Castle ever was as a quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> already, yep. So he had him seventeenth uh, behind such luminaries as like Ryan Tannehill. Come on, Taylor Heineke. Heineke. 
Aaron Rodgers, who definitely did not have as good of a game as, as Fields did. Uh-huh. Here's, uh, the, here's the rub. Okay. He had him 15th of the week before. Do you remember how Justin Fields did the week before, Luke? Yeah, off the charts. <laughs> he, wasn't, he didn't even play. Oh, I thought you were talking the week before that. No, here's the deal. All those, all those teams, Tannehill you just mentioned, every one of those teams, if you said, would you swap Tannehill for Justin Fields right now, straight up? Yep. They, even they even on a that weekly basis, would you have taken Justin Fields' performance? And Justin Fields graded out as the highest-graded quarterback by Pro Football Focus for last week's performance. Now, granted, he did not have a great fourth quarter, and we are concerned about that, but we're going to give it time. Anyhow, let's move on. Uh, some guy named TJ McCrate, and like maybe I should know who that is. I don't know. Yeah. Head of pro scouting yeah, at uh, 33rd team. I apologize okay. if he's some sort of heavyweight. I refuse to believe that he is because he did a There's, redraft of the 2021 draft. Okay. No need to, to make fun of his weight, but okay. Wow. TJ McCrate? Oh, you said heavyweight. I thought you were talking about <laughs> his size, but okay. No, I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I've never heard the name either. That's not the point. You're going you're gonna to go into how they would redraft these guys, right? So let's, let's look at TJ yeah. McCrate's redraft of the 2021 silly. draft. This is silly. Number one, Jaguars still picking Trevor Lawrence. Okay, like Wrong. if you want to give Trevor Lawrence another year, like that's, I think it's fine. I think it's the wrong decision. Wrong. I could I could see where you could say maybe say, look, this guy's peripherals, this and that. He's still but, got great hair. But if he, if you're gonna make the move and he he drops Zach Wilson out of the first round, rightfully uh-huh. so. Mm-hmm. So I think like if you're gonna drop Zach Wilson so, for what he's shown, like I. I think you're also dropping Trevor Lawrence. Quarterbacks like quarterbacks with a resume like he had in college are tough to pass up. Yeah. But again, I will say this. Go to Jacksonville right now and say to them, hey, we'll give you fields for Trevor Lawrence. And they won't even blink at, at it. They will take that deal so fast you won't believe it. Could you imagine mm. how good Justin would be with those guys, those weapons around? That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Trev. Jacksonville would not draft Trevor Lawrence knowing what they know now. Not that he's going to be a bad player, not going to be a, uh, like an all-time really good player. Right now, what you know about those two quarterbacks, they would change their mind and they would take Fields over Lawrence. I guarantee it. Yeah. So let's go on. So they have Jets picking Micah Parsons, which yeah, Micah Parsons is a he might be the number one pick. Is a yeah, you I know might be able to make that. but he might be the best player. Out you of the might draft. be able to make that argument, knowing what we know now. He's a stud. Um, yeah, I mean the Jaguars might be open to that, so that's fine. Uh, number three. Oh, sorry, I actually scrolled past. I was getting excited for Fields. Uh, three, <laughs> we got Jamar Chase. That makes sense. Good. Uh, Does it though? I mean, he's yeah. good. I, the Forty Niners were all about. Ha- I mean, they traded up to get a quarterback. They traded up to yeah. get Trey Lance, okay, and now sure, you don't I think they are they trading Justin, up to get Jamar Chase? I you don't, don't think they want Justin Fields over what Trey yeah, Lance has done true. so far? Okay, fine. I, Guaranteed, I see they do. Here. Right? Uh, yeah, Kyle Pitts at four is a that's absolutely not choice. happening again. No, uh, there's no way. A tight end. So again, Rashawn why would? Slater? And that was that was Atlanta guys. They knew Matt Ryan was old, so why wouldn't they? If they thought yes. Justin Fields could be this type of explosive player yeah why wouldn't they jump up hometown why wouldn't they take that move and hometown go hometown guy yeah they're all taking fields number uh, five Bengals were Sean Slater so they wouldn't need because they'd already had Burrow so that's okay. fine um Dolphins Jalen Waddell you already had Tua fine Gotta Detroit Lions this is I think this is a little interesting right so 
I still think they go for Fields, right? Like Jared no, Goff has been. They don't because they're the Lions. So, <laughs> right. but that's not. That's a different no, story. They would have still had Stafford, yes, at this point. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So then, so no. then they have Justin Fields finally going at number eight to the Carolina Panthers. Come on. Um, and not taking J.C. Horn, I mean, which that's was their original poor definitely pick. That would definitely have made more sense than J.C. Horn. Yeah. So where's I, where's I just don't understand. I mean, I, I think Fields is an argument for number one on this draft, and then if yeah. not, I think – you're, you're talking about him going to the 49ers. Yeah, he's or, not going past the 49ers. Exactly. The Jets and 49ers, how are you – what are you doing, TJ right. McWait loss or whatever the hell your name is? He, you're he, an idiot. So then they – well, yeah, then they had the Bears drafting an 11th. So they the Bears would not have drafted – would not have traded up. But then they have the Bears taking Mac Jones. Like, in no world is, is, is Mac Jones going in the first round of a, a – a redraft. Wait yeah, a for, like and yeah, Ryan I guess, Pace is making that pick. What is our guy saying here? I, what, is he saying we're redrafting from right now? Because I don't. This is an insanely stupid redraft. Well, What's it's going on here? asinine. I'm telling you, Jacksonville would not take Trevor Lawrence number one. Yeah, they wouldn't do Ugh, it. I'm, I'm they take the Fields the or Parsons. Period. Ugh. I mean, if I'm on the Bears at that pick, I'm taking the right St. Brown brother. <laughs> like. So, I don't know. Well, it's it's all right. There's a lot of crazy 33rd stuff. 33rd team, get your act together. Yeah. Please. Take you, that. Jerry Reinsdorf, and the Ricketts family, and the 33rd team, all on our, our crap list for for this <laughs> week. I don't know. We're I'm feeling very dyspeptic today. Sure Can you, you look are. this up on dictionary.com while I do an I don't even know how to spell it. D-Y-S-P-Y-S. I would have got that wrong immediately. Wasn't this... What was the word that Joey Spathis didn't know a while back? There's supposedly, a lot of words Joey doesn't know. Yeah. Supposedly, did he think it was supposedly? No, it was uh, supposedly. I don't know. Anyhow, are you doing an ad read yet? Somehow, or? our 2022 word of the year is gaslighting. I feel like you're gaslighting me. Uh, Dyspepsia. Hold on, what are we talking about here? Let's see, three shot. Let's what do. Was, this. What was the movie? Uh, was it Deception? Shot. Was that? Wow, you gotta love uh, Merriam-Webster. Look at those great uh, kitty cats on their ads. There, dyspeptic. Of or having indigestion or consequent irritability or depression. Well, I've had it way more often than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I better Lawrence, get to know that word. That's a very ironic that you didn't know the, that definition. You ask my wife about all the words she likes to throw my way, and I'm like, what are you talking about? You're making that word up. But that's just me. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to having, helping families and businesses in the communities we serve save money and energy. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. And within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects they can start working on immediately. Shout out to Yolchuk. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. And don't wait. You can get started saving money and energy today. For your energy-saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment, just go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. And if you're ready to sign up for a facility assessment, you can call them at 1-855-433-2700 during normal business hours 
to speak with a ComEd Energy Efficiency Program rep. Or you can email businessee, as in Eddie Olchek, at comed.com or request an assessment online at their website at comed.com forward slash facility assessment. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our next partner has a product that I've been using literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I didn't have time. I wanted better gut health, more energy, an optimized immune system. Now I've been on it for two weeks and I love it. Two weeks, two months, three months, four months. Four months turned into seven months. Now it's been almost a year. Whoa. And it's not tasting super healthy, but it is super healthy. Instead, it's sort of a tropical taste. Here's what it is. One scoop of AG1, you absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, all those things. I get a boost of energy from it, so I take it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach, and boom, there I go straight into rush hour. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, you're all good with AG1, and you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than three bucks a day. Recommended by professional athletes. It also has more than 7,000 five-star reviews. So right now, reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO and then your favorite Chicago sports team. So for me, CHGO Cubs. Again, this is athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And I got to tell you, if they don't pick up a shortstop, I'm going to have to add a little vodka to my athletic greens in the morning tomorrow. Does it uh, prevent dyspepsia, though? <laughs> All right, it's time for Scroll Stoppers with Casey Standahar. Casey, what's up? Hold on, you're muted, Casey. Oh, no, she's We've, muted. You got to unmute yourself. She's on the mute. Come on now. You told me to mute, and then no, I thought you were going to unmute ago. me. Well, I can't. No, you. That's have something to. I would do. Casey, Case, tell us, on. tell us what Joey that you you put in the chat. Tell Bismarch. tell these guys. Bismarch. Bismarch. Yeah. Bismarch. That was the word that Joey didn't know on the Chicago uh, on our CHGO Bulls podcast. Um, and yeah. I'm not even sure if I know what it means. Did Peck, who used it? Packer, Big Dave. Probably. I think Big Dave. Uh, I think it was Big Dave. Yeah. Smirch. Be smirch. Both of those guys have very wide vocabularies. That's part of the reason why they're so good. They're impressive. Yeah. And Sean said, uh, folks are trying to besmirch Kevin's broad vocabulary. <laughs> Don't use the word broad. It's not nice. That's right. Yeah, a lot of bad words. Just kidding. Okay, guys, this is Scroll Stoppers today. We have a lot to talk about. Um, number one, Brittany Griner, WNBA. She plays for the Phoenix Mercury. He was in a Russian prison for 294 days and she is finally free back in the united states this was a long time coming uh the the w community the nation really is responding yeah. to this the chicago sky just tweeted bg is free hashtag we are bg um coach wade also had a statement as well welcome home bg we've missed you i mean this has been a long time coming guys she was there and it was a kind of a prisoner trade situation but um 
I think a lot of people in the WNBA are really, really happy today. Yeah. So this was obviously a political negotiations. I mean, so it's going to become a political argument, right? And a lot of people on Twitter have opinions about it. But at the end of the day, it's about Brittany Griner coming home, which I think is awesome. You know, I think when you, we watched the NBA, Lawrence, uh, WNBA last year, uh, you could see how much it weighed on the players, right? It was it was a big deal when you have like one of your own and you don't yeah. know when they're they're coming home. Um, so to have her back with her family in time for the holidays, to me, like that's really the only thing that matters and it's the only thing that should matter. So yeah, I, I mean, in general, like forget the famous athlete, all of it, WNBA, an American is coming home from horrible conditions in Russia. Like, be happy about it. Be, be happy about it, okay? Like, we know there are other people that still need to come home. She's home. Be happy that she's home and going to be with her family for the holidays. Yeah, it was a definitely a long time. Um, I was kind of following her wife's journey throughout this and how she, you know, pleaded with the president and all that stuff. So definitely um, a moment of good news for the WNBA and the sports community in general this morning. Um, next, we're talking about Justin Fields now. Look at this Ooh. bling from the Clarity Jewelers. Justin wow. Fields posted this on his Instagram story, I think yeah. last night. And this is his newest piece of jewelry. It looks like a necklace charm. Uh, it's a number one in just all diamonds. And I don't know. Nick is it though? It says Who Emerald. Who made that? Emerald Clarity Heat. Jewelers in Arlington Heights made that? Clarity. Clarity oh, Jewelers. Clarity. Not yeah. The not the Flaherty's. But Nick, Clarity. Nick Moriano from our Bears team, you know, he tweeted, how much do you think his newest piece of jewelry costs? And I haven't been able to find the cost on this one. I'm going to say 25 G's. If, oh, it's if more you have that. to ask more Casey, you can't afford it. Yeah, that's that's the rule of thumb. <laughs> you only think that's uh, I'm worth a little upset. Grand? I'm a little upset because Jake Flanagan said that was my Christmas bonus. I was going to be able to get that number one and wear it around my neck around the office. Apparently not. The case. That have. is over. That is over a hundred thousand dollars. I just think he should have gone with H one M. Come on, right? Here's Isn't the that deal. You know what that is called, guys? Pay attention. That is sick drip. Right there, that is sick drip. Period. He leads the team in drip now. Could you ever get one of those, Luke? Because then you'd be like having an L around your neck. Like you can't do that. You know, like the Cubs L. Is that what you're saying? I should just have an L. That's what I'm saying. Like take the L. Doesn't work. It doesn't work. What about an S? Like a Superman S for Stuckmeyer. Stuck Mike. Somebody had that on Instagram. Who was wearing? Like they had like a. They were wearing a shirt where it was a big L. Was it? I don't know. So Russell Wilson. Oh, that would well, make sense. that would fit. Yeah, yeah, it was right. really yeah. odd. It was like this really weird shirt, and it was a huge L on there. Like, I think it was Russell Wilson. I was like, why did you wear that? I, I mean, let's Russell, be honest. Let's I can't pull necklace. that off. Just a let's ride. Just big. Yeah. I, I can't ride. pull off a letter necklace. I can't pull off a necklace, let alone a no. diamond yeah, necklace. What about ice on your wrist? What about a nice no, watch? No. No? Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get Luke iced up. I think that's a good uh, New Year's resolution. That's a very simple call man. me Grandpa Stucky for a reason. You gotta get iced out. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't just, have just any get, ice. Just get a Timex and, and call it a day. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get Luke. I don't the, wear uh, watch anymore. The calculator, the little uh, calculator watch. That's a I've good got, idea. I got a calculator right in my iPhone. <laughs> I can't get to it, but. <laughs> All right, guys, and this last, uh, well, second to last clip I want to show you, or tweet I want to show you that caught my attention on Twitter this morning is um, from the folks at Twitter. Some breaking news <laughs> at Twitter. Apparently, the BBC oh, has obtained pictures 
inside Twitter, some of the conference rooms are being turned into bedrooms <clears throat> for staff to sleep in. And um, it's being investigated because there are slippers in there. There are blankets. There are pillows. Is this real? Good I think question. it's real. And mm. I think Elon Musk might be sleeping there. And even if it's not real, it brought up a good point that I wanted to ask you guys about. Do you think it's acceptable to sleep or nap at work? Like, should we normalize? I think it should work? be normalized. God. Sleeping at work for freaking Elon Musk is insane. Like, go get a new job. Well, Elon Musk is a crazy person. Run away as far as you can. Come on. You can't. What the hell are you doing? For Twitter? Yeah. Don't do that. I mean, like, what if you work wrong? at a law firm and you're, like, slaving overnight on some sort of big case or, I don't know. Dude, I don't Elon, know. Elon Musk asked me to sleep at work. I, I've got two words for, for him. Go shove, dude. Is it okay? <laughs> is it okay, Kevin, to sleep at work? There are times where I, like, I, oh, this, I have mastered, I've told you this, I've, I've mastered the 23-minute nap. I can tell my phone, wake me up in 23 what, minutes, and 23? I will fall asleep with the next seven to eight, uh, get into the deep sleep, Yeah, 23 minutes, I'm fine. And Under your it, wooden desk like George now, stands on, on sign. Wait a minute. Is, now, why is it 23 minutes? Is this a Michael Jordan situation? I just kind of came up yeah, with he, it. I came up with it. He's like, all great things are 23. I, I experimented from 23 to 27, and I think I topped out at 28 minutes. Um <laughs> The thing is, I do not trust anyone at, at work yet enough to go fall asleep and not have anyone mess with me within those. Well, yeah, I wouldn't suggest at this here. place. It seems like a bad idea. I also yeah. would say that our office is all glass, so you don't even have like the Costanza, like like you were saying, Lou. We need like, some sort of pods. We need Ooh. the Costanza desk situation. Right. So if we could get someone to build one of those, I would also accept one, and that would be great. Yeah. Yeah, we could wall that up. Listen, guys, it is never. What is wrong with our country? It's not okay to sleep at work. Come on. At man. my last job, this phone contains no less than 50 photos of former coworkers who slept on the job openly See? at work. See, now if I fell asleep, like I run the risk of Luke photographing me while I'm sleeping. Yeah, I think that's right. what I'm talking it's about. It's a guarantee. That's why I can't take a nap here. Capman is on here sleeping no less than 10 times. I'm not going <laughs> to... Todd Hollinsworth, you're on here sleeping multiple times. Ozzie Gian, on here sleeping oh multiple boy. times. I won't name everybody. I'm just going to say there's a lot of people that sleep at work, and I can't... Hold on. I, I can't Tony blame... Tony Russo was sleeping at work well, this year. yeah, obviously but, he sucks. But I can't blame Ozzie or, or Todd Hollinsworth for doing it when it's a game that's in the west coast and it's like one in the morning and the cubs and socks are just like snoring. and if those guys if those guys got office. up to produce great television what's the problem yeah yeah the man storm and norman did it every once oh, in a while too storm and norman, i love you storm and norman bill yeah, melton bill melton hasn't made it through a, a game without sleeping yet too so much it's like during the pandemic like when everyone was just on zoom working before i had this job my favorite thing is when someone would fall asleep with their camera on on zoom like that is the funniest Thing. Or you can like hear someone snoring and it's like super embarrassing <laughs> for them and then they like wake up. I mean, it's better than other things people did on Zoom in 2020. Yeah. Shout out, well, uh, what was that guy's name? Exactly, yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. What was that guy's name? I don't know. Did Who he cares? go to the bathroom? No. 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 Things I don't happen. know the story. Whatever. So Anyways, moving right along. It's a family podcast, Casey. <laughs> I don't know the story, so. No, you can't see it. Let me the link later. Beat up. Everybody's sleeping. Oh my Sleeping gosh! On the job. Hey, by, by the way, uh, can, 
can I do a brief shout out to Mike Tomlin? That, that clip of him of yelling yes. at the fan that he's fucking working was <laughs> the that funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that was great. We probably working. should have had that for clip of the week, but yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's, that's like Luke. If he he sees someone sleeping, he's like, he turns on Tomlin. Hey man, I'm, I'm working. This is this is the truth. I had a camera operator in our studio fall asleep running the camera. His hands on the handles, sound asleep during a show that I was anchoring once. <laughs> now, that doesn't say much about the show that I was anchoring. However, yeah. sleeping on the job, standing up is a talent. Yes, that's no beer money. And, and let me tell you, Lawrence, now that I've heard Kevin say we can do it, encourage it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do have a pullout couch here. Uh, Jeffrey Tobin is the name. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Case, is it time for our clip of the week? Ooh. It's time for our clip of the week. And this is fun because we had our CHGO Bears tailgate in the very, very cold weather this past Sunday for the Packers game. I'm surprised and honestly grateful for everyone who did show up because it was unbearably cold. And we were all bundled up and we had a good time. We had a little chant going. Take a look. That was an awesome crowd. Yeah, my favorite part of that video is that I feel like the the Green Bay Packers fans that came were also chanting it. <laughs> we were like. Yeah, they didn't care. That and Justin Fields run, what were, th those are the two highlights of Sunday. And, like, the, the crowd that made it out on Sunday was awesome. Like, we, we had a yeah. great time talking. Luke was out look there. Luke. Luke and I took a photo. There it is. It, oh look how gosh. cold I am. I look like uh, Eddie Murphy in uh, Trading Places. Yes. There. Luke, yes. Luke is about to ask me uh, for money for the bus. I mean, <laughs> I was cold for 24 hours after that game. That was the – we've had some cold tailgates. That was the coldest one. I will not come that unprepared next time. Casey was showing off heated gloves. Yeah. Didn't know they existed. And I will socks. be investing in that before the next tailgate. Yeah. When your fingers and your toes get cold, it's over. Do you have the, the Casey bomb photo? Uh, what now? I no. sent you an Instagram link. Trying oh. to do the gritty. I took a picture with Will DeWitt and Casey's in the back, and I just said it was a Casey bomb. I mean, it's just like a little speck in the back. Casey had <laughs> such a large coat on that I didn't even know it was Casey for like an hour. I didn't you thought know it was we were, Muppet Man? I didn't like, know who we were yeah. talking to. She had a hood up. The thing went down to her ankles. She had like this fur wrapped around her face. And then she had the like, heated gloves. And somebody sure. said, oh, you, like, that was Casey. Story, whatever. I was just like totally bundled trying to take video and pictures. <laughs> Case, that was a good, well, uh, good coat you got there. Thank you. Good coat. Shout out Burlington. Also shout out Amazon and the brand that I think it's called Savior. Heated gloves and heated socks should be on everyone's Christmas list if you live in the Midwest or anywhere cold. I don't think they've paid to sponsor the show, Casey. Hmm. What are you doing? I know. Did but you I'm just give Burlington like, a free ad? It was honestly one of the best invest investments I've made for tailgates, for sidelines. Like, yeah. Great idea. I saw a tailgate tip. There, um, there's Casey in the background, by the way. Yeah, there, there she is. The little speck. <laughs> look, look at the jacket. Yeah. Um, I want one of those. I'm not lying. I'll, I'll take I, one. I saw this, this Casey tailgater guy from Kansas City, not Casey. 
he he recommended that you bring in a piece of cardboard to the stadium and you stand on that Correct. so it yeah that's a move insulates i didn't know that that's packer pretty... fans do that i know for sure in, really? in green bay cardboard under your feet well they've got the and don't they have the aluminum benches in, in green yeah bay? so you put the cardboard under your feet it's it's much warmer and then a lot of people say newspaper in your shoes oh okay yes there you go all right well that has been scroll stoppers for this week thank you casey thanks casey Bye. See you later. See ya. They want to give a shout out to everyone who joins us every week. Obviously, Sean in the chat, um, Edward, Brady. I think Manuel was in there. Shane, thank you for joining us. Uh, always lo- love it. If you if you are so inclined, hit that like button down there. Ding, 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 ding. What was that noise? Ding, 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 <laughs> You're gifting it. I know. I know. You kids are gifting now. All right, I want to tell you about Game Time. Game Time is the yes. hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. If you've ever dreamed of sitting a seat you never thought you could, like the 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, even floor seats at a concert, it is all now possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You will not find a better deal this season on Bulls, Blackhawks, Bears tickets than on the Game Time app. Because it is created by fans and for the fans, and it guarantees the lowest price. If you love CHGO, then you will love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description of any show. You can join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. I I failed as a co-host here. I should have brought my Shady Rays over from my coat, but I wore them this morning. Polarized on the way in, face into the sunshine, coming in in traffic. Shady Rays, they never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. Look at this. Thank you, Lawrence. The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all eyewear, lost and broken replacements. Look at these. Look at this pair I got. Don't right mind here. me rifling through your Those uh, are pockets. so good. Tell me my vibe isn't better with these on. And, well, like I said, polarized. And for me, the sun doesn't get behind this. That's why I went with this style. The sun doesn't get behind them. I could go skiing with these. I could go fishing with those. I could go running with those. Uh, Shady Rays, the best part, these lost and broken replacements. It's an all their eyewear. It's unbelievable. If you lose or break your shades, on day one, they told us, they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Drop them in a lake, fishing, no big deal. Off a cliff, skiing, doesn't matter. They'll replace them. Even with that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality that I can tell you holding right in my hand, right here, just as good as any expensive pair I've ever worn or owned. Shady Rays customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. Shady Rays also providing 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed, and they've donated over 20 million meals to date. Wow, that's kudos for that. And they stand behind their product and told our team that if anyone has a problem, they'll throw profit out the window and do what it takes to get it right. Free returns, free exchanges, you either love your shades or Shady Rays is going to ship them back. That's it. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays running their deepest deal of the season using the code CHGO. 
50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. I used it. Buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as 54 bucks. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades. It's absolutely brilliant. If right now the Cubs don't sign a shortstop, I can hide my shame behind my Shady Rays, (laughs) and people think I'm happy and hip and have all the vibes. Or I'll take them off. If they do shine it. Do they hide tears? You know what else you can can do? These shitty rays, I don't suggest you do this, but I'm just saying if they don't sign a shortstop, I could smash them with my foot. (laughs) I could smash them with my foot, send them back to shady rays. They're sending me a new pair anyway. There you go. Shady rays. I would like you to put that in the explanation box. The Cubs did not sign a shortstop, so I smashed them in Smashed my Shady Rays under my foot, and they sent me another pair just like them for free. You know, the thing is, they are so well made, and you just kind of realize, like, all the name brand ones, like, how ridiculously marked up they what, are. What a scam they are is absolutely right. Yeah. 50, 50 some bucks for two pairs of polarized shades. Amazing. This time of year, everyone is excited about the gifts and the holiday spirit, but what about all the basketball? When I throw down on the NBA action, it's got to be with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. The thing I like about DraftKings same game parlays is like it's pretty easy. Like some of these other apps you go on and you kind of go through it and it like throws up errors and you don't know like which like bets are eligible. DraftKings doesn't do that. Like it's all very easy and it's easy to put things together. That's why I like using the DraftKings uh, Sportsbook app. Uh, if you download the app now to get in on the Holiday Hoops action, if you sign up with code CHGO, again, you can place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win and get $150 in free bets if or when they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. All right. It's stuck in duck time. Let's close the show with this. I think I feel like we've been crotchety the entire the entire show, and I, and I don't know why. Like everyone here is in a generally good mood, but yeah, because everybody's tanking right now. Stop yeah, it! Yeah. Someone in the chat's upset. He's never watching the show again because of uh, Luke's Cubs bias. Which okay, sorry. Happy holidays. Because he's against the Cubs, or I'm not against the Sox. What did I say? They're blowing no, it right now. He said Don't that, get He's saying that Hughes should have got in, got in before Hawk. Oh, oh. that's the comment. Is it, is it Hawk? Him. Is it Hawk sending that? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, I, I I think John does have a point. Like Hawk is retired. You know, Hawk also has a very you know. I'm not saying Hawk shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. I just like seeing Pat Hughes. In Pat the Hughes form. is still working. He's still going I mean, in. I would say Pat Hughes is maybe getting in a little early. I don't so, know who is still out there that needs to get in, but I haven't done my homework. But that eh, homework's overrated. What else we got? Whatever. They're both All in. Right. I'm crotchety about the World Cup, fellas. Oh boy, I've watched yeah. about 20 total minutes. I usually love the World Cup. Like I think it's I the perfect summertime diversion. Um, I'm not a huge soccer fan. I am the most casual of soccer fans. And I hate that I have not been able to get into it because they put it in November and December. And honestly, like, Lawrence, I know you're a gigantic soccer fan. Uh, you're a huge fan of Liverpool. Oh, <laughs> even, <laughs> even Lawrence isn't watching. Oh, it's this not Liverpool? This shouldn't be stuck and duck. This should be 
Suck and yuck the World Cup. Who cares? Whoa, I got to change Sorry. the title. I, actually, I, if you're enjoying it, I'm happy for you. I'm just saying that's why. Do you I normally like it, Luke, or no? No, but I like it even less this time. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like, like, okay, it's in the middle of NFL season, so right off the bat, like, yeah, I'm occupied. Too much going on. The, uh, the other half of the other half of America is occupied NHL. with college football, right? Um, or the NHL, or the NBA, or every yeah. Like this is like the king of sports time. Yeah. Don't try and shove soccer down my throat right now. And the reason that it's it's because it's FIFA is the most corrupt organization on the planet, mm-hmm. and they took money from a freaking place where you can't even be gay, <laughs> like or drink alcohol, or Terrible like place. do it really anything else. Be a woman, um, be a migrant worker. Yeah. So like Stop. to me, like this, you just wasted a World Cup. Yeah. No, they ruined it, and also uh, they've. Ruined the seasons of all the major European leagues, including the Premier League in England. And now our striker at Arsenal, Kev, uh, is now out for three months because he effed up his knee playing for Well, he could have done that in the summer, though. He could have done it in the summer, but it would have been in the summer. So now it's in the middle of the season. Now he's out till February. So uh, what's, what's that guy's name? Gabriel Jesus, spelled Jesus, for all you people who are excited for Christmas. Is Jamie Tart playing in this? Ah, uh, Jamie Tart, 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 Jamie Tart, 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 Tart. tart. No, he is not. He's um, not. Then I'm not watching. Croatia's still alive, so that's good. Oh, really? I'm happy Croatia's still who's alive. Still, who's still in it? Croatia. Argentina still in it. Uh, Argentina plays tomorrow against the Netherlands. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the Men in Blazers podcast, who's doing a Twitch stream, which will be uh, one of the guests is my good friend Kevin Egan. Ugh. Cool. Mm. Shout out to Kev. Japan's yeah, doing so it. like I'm happy for people who are actually enjoying it, and like I understand it's a big event. I'm disappointed for myself because I mean, literally, it's like really a time crunch thing, right? And obviously, yeah. I have a busy job now, and Lawrence has a busy job, Luke has a busy job, right. so and we get to take I mean, naps at work now, yeah, right? We take naps. Um, and look, our, our our friends at DNVR had awesome watch parties, and yeah. hopefully, one day when we have a CHGO bar, we can have a gigantic watch party. Um, 2026. In 2026, go. because it's that's not in Chicago. That's when I'll get uh, into it. Which is a whole different doing? story. Yeah, how did they, how do we screw that up? Oh, wait, we have Soldier Field. Uh, that's not even a FIFA thing. But in, And remember, RK in Denver got into it because he went and watched soccer played overseas in right. London. Like, so that's, that's how you really get into it. Yeah, he, he went to one of the craziest matches of the season in the Premier League. That'll hook you. So, a 4-3 yeah. game, Leeds versus... Whoever the hell whoa, it was. Whoa, whoa, 4-3 match. Sorry, Luke. 4-3 match. You're correct. <laughs> it's a soccer fan. Yeah. <laughs> it's a football. Come on. All right. That should do it for this week's The Chicago Sports Podcast. Remember to get those Bulls takeover tickets. Remember, if uh, you do get the tickets and you mention this show, I'll buy you a beer out there at the UC that night. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, get Big after Dave, it. Dave, Matt Peck, Kevin Kaduck. I think Jake Flanagan. I don't know who else is in. but uh, I would like to go. I don't want to speak for anyone else. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's December 16th, Bulls versus Knicks. Bulls take over in Section Bulls. 314. Even if you don't go with us, you, but you're out there, make sure you come out and uh, hang out, and we'll have a good time. So Start the CHGO chant. Yeah. C-H-G-O, C-H-G-O, Bulls. And then Green Bay sucks after that. And then Green Bay sucks, and Detroit sucks. All right, the Chicago Sports Podcast, Kevin Kaduk, Luke Stuck, Mike. Casey Standahar and Lawrence Benedetto. We'll see you next Thursday at 11 a.m. Thanks for joining us. My name's Steve.